Fabulous fundraisers, I'm Dawn Lego. It's time to buckle up for a new episode of Raise Nation Radio, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows, and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or a seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and we'll chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore all those hot-button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. All right, let's get going. I'm so excited that you're joining us again. If you um, have been with us before, thank you for being a fan and a friend and for listening to all of our episodes. We're in the 90s now, uh, very quickly approaching that 100th episode. I can't wait to have that celebration with all of you. If you're new, well, please check us out. Well, just about everywhere. We are on demand at onecause.com. We stream on 10 different channels. So hopefully we're on your favorite. If we're not, let me know. We'll be sure to get there. And um, I just love the conversations that we're having. And thank you for making the show such a hit. And so today's episode, I'm super excited to welcome a good friend, um, Jesse Lane from Branches Missions Lab. He is the founder. We're going to be getting into some pretty good conversations, which may seem early in the calendar year, but they're not. We're recording this in July, but I assure you they're very timely. Um, But I love Jesse's um, second title, and we're going to talk about that um, as well. calls himself a good maker. And for the longest time, I had this really cool black um, water bottle that said good maker on it. That was a beautiful gift from from Jesse and his team. And I've lost it. I don't know where it is. And that's not a hint to get another one. Um, It's just I love this whole good maker thing. So hopefully to introduce good maker himself and Branches Missions Lab, please welcome to the show, Jesse Lane. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Hey, Don. I'm awesome. So glad to be here. This is going to be so fun. Oh, we're going to have a blast. But, you know, first things first, our audience would love to get to know you. So I want you to just share whatever you feel comfortable sharing about yourself, what you do in the nonprofit space, what you do at Branches. And can you talk about the whole good maker thing? Because, you know, (laughs) I love that. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, I am a husband and a dad of three amazing girls. I've got a nine-year-old, eight-year-old, and a three-year-old. And so I just love being a girl dad. Oh, we got to shout out their names. We got to shout out their names. Yeah. Yeah. So my oldest is Nora. And then we have Ruby. And our youngest is Mabel. So we love the old school names. Um, Yeah. yeah. Beautiful names. Okay. Nora, Ruby, and Mabel. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Big yeah. shout out. Hi, girls. Yeah. Daddy's yeah. on Race Nation Radio. And now <laughs> you are too. <laughs> They'll love that. Nora will be a little embarrassed, but Ruby will be so thrilled. She'll tell all her friends. Oh, so fun. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a big part of my life is, is being their dad. And we live in Northwest Arkansas around Bentonville and just love it here. And I uh, I'm passionate about working with nonprofits and what we call good makers, good makers. Uh, really, that name came out of this uh, realization that nonprofits are defined or should be defined by so much more than their tax status. And so while we call them nonprofits, it's almost like we're talking about what they don't do. They, you know, not 
for profit and oh, yet yeah. they do so much right they make good in the world and so we wanted to speak identity every time we said we believe names mean a lot that's you know speaking of our daughter's names we spent literally the entire nine months coming up with names for them because they have meaning and and the same with what we call nonprofit leaders we wanted to speak identity into them and so good makers is what we call nonprofit leaders because they make good and they're making sacrifices every day to create change and really, you know, push against the status quo. And so, uh, in fact, we have a whole brand now called Good Maker U, and it's kind of our education and training that we have launched. So, yeah. Um, that's oh, where do we find Good Maker U? Where sure, is yeah, that? Just goodmakeru.com. So pretty easy. Oh. That's, yeah. yeah, you make and, everything. Uh, Goodmakeru.com. Okay, we'll get yeah. that in the show notes, but okay, go ahead sure. finish so, introducing yeah, yourself. Absolutely. So we, uh, this all started my personal story when I got into the nonprofit industry about 10 years ago. I was I was a digital marketer and I really understood the trends in digital marketing as they were coming uh, into play with social media and email and, and web optimization, but I didn't, and I wanted to do that for a purpose and I was so excited to get to a nonprofit. And I was so passionate about this cause. And I know a lot of organization, uh, nonprofit leaders are so passionate. Uh, but then all of a sudden I was handed this fundraising goal and uh, oh, I was, I was oh. like, wait, what a minute. I have to raise a million dollars. How do I do that? And so I was like, surely, you know, I can figure this out. But I was, I was stressed out about it. And I remember uh, just feeling a lot of fear, right? Just a lot yeah. of fear in fundraising and thinking like I was afraid of being rejected by donors um, and afraid of failing in front of my peers and my, you know, my boss and my the board and just that failure that uh, I really feared and uh, just, you know, fear of, of just, um, you know, just looking back and, and feeling like vulnerable that I I didn't know what I was doing. And and so I started to kind of hate fundraising right out of the gate, honestly. Heard that story a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, I think a lot of people can relate to that. And yeah. Um, and so I passionate now because I love fundraising. I've really been able to uh kind of flip the script and how I how I see it, how I approach it in my mindset. And now it's something I love, and I love seeing people go from hating or maybe not hating, but at least dreading fundraising to, to now looking forward to it and feeling confident in it. Um, because when I see that it transforms that person, all of a sudden enjoys their work and is more successful and their organization benefits. And so it's just a massive transformation. So, so that's what we get to do all the time, especially in our good maker, you work is help uh, nonprofit leaders, especially at small or mid-sized organizations. Maybe they don't have a fundraising background or marketing background. So they don't know all the tricks of the trade and best practices. And, and yet they've got to raise money to do the good that they want to do and to make good. And so we get to at good maker. You we're training organizations um, in how to think differently about fundraising. And so we have cohort programs and online courses and a lot of workshops and webinars to do that. And then branches, like you mentioned, branches, mission lab, that's our agency. That's, that's uh, our team of creatives and marketers and fundraisers that will actually do the work, um, you know, roll up our sleeves and, and do the work for a nonprofit or beside a nonprofit. Um, and they could make her use our coaching and, and kind of training uh, brand. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what we do here. And so how, wait, how did I missed a piece here? How did you yeah, get sure. from being a digital marketer 
to, <laughs> yep. to starting Branches Missions sure. Lab. Where yeah, did, how sure. did that all happen? So I spent, uh, you know, about five years at a nonprofit. And then I worked for an agency that worked with nonprofits and then at a tech company. And after three jobs, seeing the nonprofit world from all different angles mm. and realizing the gap um, specifically in the where digital marketing meets fundraising, because digital marketing has transformed the world, right? Everything is digital, right? And yet fundraisers often were lagging behind. Nonprofits were kind of thinking in an an old school way in a lot of ways. And, and so we created branches and went kind of all in with branches about five years ago. And that was to fill that gap is where the digital world meets the fundraising need of a nonprofit and how to really bridge that gap. And so we've been doing that in lots of different ways for about five years. Wow. Okay. Yep. I didn't realize that you had, you know, multiple arms, two branches, branches. Yep. So you have your whole strategic, creative consulting, and then you mm -hmm. have your whole university. So yep. you really exactly. kind of run, run the gamut of um, the services that you offer. And, yep. uh, you know, I, I have to say we we um, I sometimes host our, our webinar programs. And after each webinar, we can we put out a survey. What do you need to see next? Right. We always want to yep. know. And if you're listening to this right now, hit me up. Tell me what you need. <laughs> um, we'll we'll put content around it because we're a content first company yep. for sure. The yep. number one response that we always get is help me with my digital marketing. Mm, yep. Hands down. We always yep. get that. Help me with our yep. digital marketing. So this is a very relevant uh, conversation that we're having. I'm excited to jump into it. So, sure. OK. What what month is this? July, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're yep. recording this in July. Um, is anyone thinking about the cold and uh, <laughs> the holidays, the giving season, and that little day called Giving Tuesday, which happens <laughs> the day after Thanksgiving? What do you think, Jesse? How many people yeah. in our audience right now are listening to this and raising their hand? Oh yeah. I'm thinking about it and who's got their hand down saying, yeah. Oh yeah, no, not thinking about it yet. What do you think, Jesse? Let's yeah. make a prediction. Oh man. One out of 10 are thinking about it. And I applaud them uh, because more need to be thinking about it now. Well, yeah. then I'm going to hit you up with the hard question because okay. you're right. We always, we need to think about it at some point. Mm -hmm. But I think the conversation is we need to be thinking about it now in July, yep. for sure, right. if not back in June. But I'm going to hit you with the hard question. Um, you know, this is Raise Nation Radio. We're just going to put it out there. So here yep. we go. You ready? Mm -hmm. Should nonprofits participate in Giving Days mm -hmm. like Giving Tuesday? There Great you go. question. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the the quick answer is I believe yes, but they only if they can you know, really commit and have a smart strategy and right size their campaign. So right I always say, yeah, right size their effort. Like, you know, I see some organizations just skip Giving Tuesday altogether, or maybe, you know, they don't put any effort and then they get frustrated. They didn't get much results, but I see some in the other ditch. And that is they put way too much energy and effort into Giving Tuesday and neglect maybe their end of year campaign in December. And so it's about finding that right balance and understanding that you, you know, is the juice worth the squeeze kind of thing. It's like, if we're going to put all this effort into Giving Tuesday, is it worth it? And I would say absolutely should be participating. 
uh, in Giving Tuesday and other giving days. Like if you have a regional giving day, we're big fans of those around here. Um, if, if your region of the world or your city or state has a giving day, you should consider really participating in that. Um, but Giving Tuesday is a great way if you're strategic in kicking off your end of year campaign. Um, and maybe you've already kicked off your campaign, but it really maybe it's a boost in your end of your campaign. It's, it's a, it's a part of it. It's integrated into it. That's how we like to do giving Tuesday. It's not its own campaign because then all of a sudden, if you've got one message and one focus for giving Tuesday, and then you have another one come December for your end of year, they're competing for each other. And people, you know, they just finally maybe start to understand your giving Tuesday ask. And then all of a sudden you're asking for something different in December, um, right on the heels of giving Tuesday. So we like to see those as integrated campaigns and the giving Tuesday is, um, you know, in the, in the corporate world often, you know, they're like tent poles. Um, and so there's a lot of buildup and a lot of excitement. You know, if you think about a tent and there's a pole in the middle, it's kind of a big moment and a hype moment. Giving Tuesday should be one of those, but it's still a part of a broader campaign. And then of course, toward the very end of the year, you've got another one of those um, the last few days of the year, which are some of the most generous days of the year. So that's how we would say you should participate in Giving Tuesday. So integrate it and make it part of a larger strategy, not its own necessarily siloed effort. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I like that, but we can't deny the fact that it's a noisy day. There's a lot of traffic. It is, you know, all online. There's nothing Mm -hmm. necessarily to touch and feel. And I've heard arguments both ways. You know, it's it's not worth it. It is worth it. Let's let's deliver some insights to our audience. How does a nonprofit stand out? Yeah, well, I think first is do what I said, integrate it into a bigger campaign. That's all immediately going to make it feel bigger than just a day. So then your donors are thinking, okay, this isn't just a splash in the pan. This is like a significant part of this organization's you know needs and campaign. This isn't just a one day thing. And they start to, if they care about what you do, they're going to start to pay more attention to, okay, Giving Tuesday is a strategic part of what they're doing. It matters. And so communicating it as a bigger a part of a bigger plan is a first step. The other things I would say is start early. Um, and like July. <laughs> yeah, like July. Like now. <laughs> start early, exactly. Start early in your planning, in your communication with your board and your, uh, you know, what we call your A team, which are those that are already involved or advocates, um, you know, getting them connected and aware early on because then on that day, if they're hearing from five or six or 10 organizations, they're already planned in their mind to participate with you. Um, and because maybe, you know, they kind of committed to that or they thought of, they planned on that. So they're going to hear all the noise, but already know I'm giving to this certain organization because they've been talking to me about Giving Tuesday for a while now. And I know it's a big part of their campaign. So, so planning early, communicating early. And then I would also say, don't be afraid to make a personal touch. Like a lot of Giving Day, Giving Tuesday is online and we're all about online. Like I said, my background's in digital marketing and you certainly should um, you know, ramp up your digital communication. But I would say pair that with some personal touches, right? And, and so um, not being afraid to reach out with a, a one-on-one email or phone call or text message to the right person and say, hey, Giving Tuesday is a big part of our 
end of year push. It's really important to us. We'd love for you to participate. And that is going to help you stand out because everyone else is just sending a social media post or maybe some emails uh, blast, right? But if you can make that personal touch, you're going to stand out in, in the craziness of that day. Now, is that what so you do at Branches? Yeah. Um, if, if you had a nonprofit or a good maker, um, mm-hmm. or as yep. we would call them, a fearless fundraiser, you talked earlier about yep. fear um, and we we understand that. I've heard so many stories about people um, saying that at one point they hated their job because they had that $1 million goal right. um, yep. to raise. Um, but so many with your help and you know some other wonderful uh, thought leaders out there that have helped coach people through, you know, we're embracing it. We're, we're loving it. And then with tools like branches, branches Mm. to help um, can just ease that pain. So we like to call them fearless fundraisers. You call them good makers. We got great names. Um, So what would you do? I'm a nonprofit, a little smaller. I I can't, Jesse. I I just don't have the bandwidth or the Mm. people to make phone calls. Wish I could love talking to donors and supporters, but I can't Um, help me help me, Jesse. Um, What are the most important strategies that you're sharing with me to maximize giving day. And maybe you can even touch on some of the services and support that you offer. Sure. Um, okay. Cause we all need help sometimes. Yeah, sure. That's a great question. Well, we recently did a master class with a cohort, a small group of nonprofits focused on a giving day. Now this was a regional giving day, not giving Tuesday, but a lot of the strategies apply. Apply. This, yeah. Yeah, okay. totally. It's a very similar type. So of a master class, let, let's stop there. What, what's, okay. what, what, what's your, what do you define or what's your version of sure. a master class? Yeah. So we, this is something that we offer through Good Maker U. It's a fundraising master class where we get a small group of nonprofits together in a cohort or, and uh, they, we go through a 60 day program where we teach them how to, yeah, it's it's a pretty uh, intensive uh, program, but at the end of it, we see incredible results. So we're walking them through a roadmap that we've developed to maximize a fundraising campaign. So it could be for end of year campaign, a giving Tuesday campaign or a giving day campaign. And we walk them through both the digital and the, uh, the, personal relationship side of fundraising and merge those together to have them to maximize their fundraising results during that campaign. So, um, and they're helping one another as a part of the masterclass and they've got an expert coach myself or a colleague guiding them through helping them with every step of the way. So For it's 60 days. Yeah. You what know, do you meet like day, once a week or no, we, how? Meet, uh, we meet once every two weeks, but then there's okay. homework and check-ins, uh, sometimes one-on-one separate calls throughout those two weeks. And so they're, they're watching videos, they're asking questions, they're working on their emails. And they're feeding and off of each other. They're exactly. learning peer to peer with your exactly. guy. Oh, I love this. Wait, so yeah. where I'm interrupting you left and right here. Where do you find <laughs> sure. these master classes? Is it part yeah, of branches sure. or is it part of good maker? Uh, good maker, you? good maker, you good maker, you. So yeah, just you have another one coming up. Uh, yeah, we have one uh, that's launching this month and then another one in the fall, which is perfect timing oh, for cool. end of year. So okay, yeah, we'd great. love to have people All right, so reach keep out telling about the masterclass. Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was just going to say the results that we saw recently are crazy. We saw, uh, we had 10 organizations go through it and on average, they raised 10 times, 10.3 to be exact, 10.3 times oh. more than the year before at the same giving day. So um, some of the most important strategies to answer your question. Were, okay, I'm uh, listening. 
There's Hands a lot. out, it's everybody. To, yeah, it's hard for me to narrow in, but um, I'm going to rattle through a few here. So one is we always start with mindset and making sure that they're not stuck hitting a ceiling because they're afraid to even invite people in, right? Um, a lot of fundraisers, they think, um, they feel like they're raising money for themselves. And so they don't want to ask, they don't want to offend. And that's all the wrong way of thinking about it. Instead, they really need to remember that they're raising money to, to, um, to change the world or to change lives, right? And people, you know, want to be a part of those stories. They want to be a part of a bigger story and inviting them into that it shouldn't be something you're, um, you're afraid to do, but you should be excited to. And so that's, that's, you know, I can't cover all that in five minutes, but that is something that we guide people through like you all do, where if they're facing that fear, how do we help them have a different mindset or they have that scarcity mindset of, ah, you know, they've already given this year. I'm afraid to ask them again. Well, if they've given this year, they already have raised their hand to say, I love what you're doing. And they may be able to give a much more significant gift if you just ask and not be afraid to invite them in. Um, so we work with mindset and that's really important because often uh, that shifts something in their mind and allows, opens up and unlocks opportunity that otherwise just there's no chance of, of going after. Um, we work on messaging and really making sure the message is clear. That's another uh, hiccup. We always say that the confused mind always says no. So if the confused mind says no, and you share about your nonprofit, and they're still so, saying, you know, scratching their head saying, what exactly do you do? And how are you going to use my money? Uh, if they're still confused, then they're not going to gift. They're not going to be a part of it. And especially in the online space, you have to have a concise clear, compelling message that you can communicate in in, the, in just a few seconds. And if you don't have that, with sadly, a lot of nonprofits are missing that, then people are confused. You know, they may say, sounds interesting, but I don't really understand what you're doing. And so we coach people and help them draft a clear message. And I would just encourage everybody that um, to spend some time on that. You know, is your message clear enough that in just a few seconds, people get it and they're excited to participate in it? And if not, you've got some work to do on that. And um, and then we always uh, we always encourage matching gifts. And, you know, everybody in the, you know, all the fundraising experts probably say this, but a matching gift is like magic. You know, it motivates everyone involved. There the, you go. Matching the, gift magic, all the yeah, M's there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it really is. It's, it's amazing. Once you get that matching gift, people are more likely to give and more likely to give more. And um, so we really walk them through how to get that matching gift. Um, and then one thing that's really unique to giving days, and I think applies well to giving Tuesday is having what we call an evolving call to action An evolving call to action. means like you, you shouldn't be asking them to donate to your giving Tuesday campaign in August right? That doesn't make sense. It's a give, it's giving Tuesday. I'm going to give on that Tuesday. So how do you start to invite people in, in August, September, October, November, you're right to your campaign. That's months away. Well, you need a call to action. And a lot of people, what do they do? They, they do save the date, right? They say, Hey, save the date. This is coming up. And whether it's a give a regional giving day or giving Tuesday, say, don't forget it's coming up, give to us. But does anybody actually save the date? <laughs> like you know okay I don't fair think so. i don't think they do right um now maybe if they're they're going to your gala they'll save the day because you know they've got to they got to plan and get a babysitter and they got to get dressed up they're going to save the day but if they're just going to give to your giving tuesday campaign they're probably not going to put it in their calendar 
right? Uh, the true reality. So all of that messaging is not actually resulting in the action because your call to action isn't working. And so we work through other calls to action. Uh, by the way, one of our favorites is uh, sign up for a reminder to give. And people will actually do that. They'll think, you know, mm-hmm. I want to give on that day, but I might forget. So will you remind me? And it's kind of like a soft commitment. It's not a commitment and it's not a pledge, but it's almost like a soft commitment. I, I do want to give to you on that giving day. Uh, will you remind me? And so once they've said that, for one, you've started to collect commitments of some kind and you can ask for their phone number. Or you can ask, you know, have them sign up for an email form, however you want to do that. We find that getting their phone numbers and then texting them a reminder is actually one of the best ways because the text messages have a very high, you know, read rate, open and and read rate. And so if they say you can remind them via text, then don't be afraid to remind them on that day uh, with a short little text message. And um, so that leads us to another one of my favorite strategies for giving day, like giving Tuesday is having like a good, instead of like the, uh, the old, um, you know, where everybody's calling in and they're having like a telethon moment, uh, do a textathon. So get your board and your staff all around the table, have some good snacks or coffee or whatever, and just text people that ask for that reminder or friends or family or neighbors. Um, and, and especially if you have peer-to-peer fundraising happening, this is a great way to reach out and engage people through uh, that text uh, message. Now, you don't want to text random strangers that haven't given you permission to do that, right? I'm talking about relationships and people that have given you, you know, the permission to do that. Um, and so, yeah, those are some of the strategies we're walking through. Textathon. I love text-a-thon, it. Yeah. And it's fun. It, it's a good way to get, you know, a lot of nonprofits, their board isn't really engaged in fundraising and they need to be. And so oftentimes two of the things, two or three of the things I just said will change that. If you get a clear message to your board and you say, here, say this, then all of a sudden you're equipping them with exactly what they need to say. Uh, Maybe giving them a story to tell too. Like, here's a great story. Go tell this story. That's all you have to do. Um, And then matching gifts is another way to engage your board, you know, involving them into a matching gift makes them feel special. Like they're giving something strategic, but then that text-a-thon is a really fun way. Say, hey, come by the office for an hour. Uh, let's let's all hang out together around the table. And if maybe it's virtual, but you can get together for an amount of time and say, hey, we're all going to have some fun, text some people. And that's a way for them to participate in that fundraiser that maybe they've never actually participated in before. All right. Let me see if I have been a good student here of Good Maker University. Uh, I'm, I'm going to test myself. I'm going to I'm going to see. I got the mini master class going on here. So yeah, I think the right. first thing you said is get yourself and your team in the right mindset. Right. right. That's what yep. I heard. Yep. Plan early. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Consider matching magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, script your board because yep. they really are good people. And I hear all the time, my board's not engaged. My board's not engaged. My board's not engaged. Right. That might not be the case. Just give them what they need to send. They're busy people. They may come from a completely different industry and they want to help. Just give them what they need to say. So, yep. so let them do that. Get your messaging succinct and mm-hmm. concise. Right. I heard that. Uh, how'd I do? Do I get, to, am I scoring good. in the A area yeah, maybe? Yeah, what do yeah, I get at Good Meeker University? Um, I... Yeah, you got an A, maybe an A minus because you forgot. Oh, what I forget, what I forget. 
But yeah, I think maybe you mentioned this, but the evolving call to action, making sure that's you're That's the one, evolving, yeah. get your CTA right. That's the yeah. CTA one, right? That's right. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think you've got it. And, um, you know, there's- All right, I give things. myself a B plus then instead, because oh, no, that's no, an important no. one. You got it. <laughs> but, you know, I think um, there's some other things, of course, but the things that most people already know, you know, you should be sending emails, you should be posting on social media, creating great video content and engaging people. Um you know, and we believe email is actually one of the greatest, uh, you know, gets we've seen, we don't just believe it, we know, gets some of the greatest ROI. So send a little bit more email than maybe you're comfortable with, you know, don't be afraid to remind people, people need reminders, mm-hmm. right? Um, so maybe they know you, you send them an email once and they want to participate, but if you don't send them another email and another one, you know, they're probably not going to actually take action because people need to hear things. So no one times. and done's. Yeah, yeah. No one and done's. Yeah. So oh, don't okay, be wait, to I'm going to give myself it. extra credit. I remembered another one, the Texathon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, right. The Texathon. Okay, so there you we definitely go. got an A. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. I moved up. I got a little extra credit. All right. You know, this all, this all sounds fascinating. It's actionable. I I, I get it all. Um, But now I want to hear about a success story. Do you have any, Jesse? Am I putting you on the spot? Do you have one that you can share with us just to inspire? I mean, this is Raise Nation Radio. We want to inspire people. Let's hear a couple (laughs) of success stories. Yeah, this is a great one. So I've got a few, but I'll, I'll try to keep them short here. But so there was, um, there's a nonprofit here locally that I worked with years ago and they had this dynamic founder and we worked together on a giving day campaign and we, he raised $91,000. It was incredible. And so that was a success story uh, a few years ago. And then they, he transitioned, he moved and they transitioned and he brought in an, a dynamic, awesome young leader who hadn't really had the fundraising experience. So she was great. She was a lot less experienced, you know, younger. She'd been at the organization in a program role, but now all of a sudden now she was executive director. And so she came in and she was trying to catch up and do things. And, and so she ran that same campaign last year, uh, 2022, and they raised about $10,000. So you would think, oh man, that's, that's too bad. Well, it wasn't a high priority for them, but you know, and she was new. And so, um, you see that and, and then she took the masterclass with us this year. So for 2023, that same giving day, she joined our masterclass and, um, she out of the gate set a goal of, I think around $40,000, which would have been a huge lift, right? From 10, huge, four times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm good we at math. Like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you got this. Um, and so uh, really early on in the masterclass, first few weeks, we were talking about matching gifts, what I just talked about and, and, you know, engaging your board and how to do that. And she was a little nervous, but she went out and did the homework, right? She, she actually went and, and started doing what we said. And she came back to the next class so excited. And, and I was like, what are you so excited about? You know, what's going on? And she was like, I got a $50,000 match. And I was like, wait, wait, wait your what? goal is only a $50,000 match yeah exactly yeah so so excited from one donor uh wasn't even on her board and uh she was so it was like she was like what do i do you know like my goal is only forty thousand, and i don't know what to do with this and i was like well let's talk so we made a whole plan based on that and and then so they she raised her goal i don't remember what the next goal was i want to say it was like uh 80,000 or 65, 70,000, something like that. But sure, all, all that to say, throughout the, the giving process and the masterclass, she just kept getting more engagement from her board, more people. She was still a little nervous, like, could I hit my goal? And uh, the giving day came 
And um, they ended up raising, I think it was about, um, I want to say it was uh, right at around $88,000 or $90,000, something oh, like that. So and sweet. Uh, it was incredible. And so beat their goal, just crushed it. One, you know, I think one of the raised more than really anybody else. Uh, that was, it was a regional giving day. So we were so excited. But I had this little secret goal it, for me, and that was to beat the founder. Remember the founder? Yes, he 91, right? Is 91. That what... And it okay. was just shy of that. So just I was, shy of that. I was like secretly a little disappointed. But then she realized that there was a check sent to a wrong address. Um, oh my God, or, the story yeah. continues. Yeah. Go ahead. So we found out like a week or two after the giving day that she had beat the founder and they ended up raising a total of $98,000. No. For that so record-breaking campaign for them, beat the founder, even though she was like a rookie, you know, fundraiser, um, went from 10000 to almost $100,000 raised. And so oh, that kind of, story. that's why we do what we do, you know, and it was yeah. like, to see that. I'm kind getting of excited. And it happened. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It just her confidence in fundraising, you know, just went through the roof. And it's like now she can go tackle the next campaign with that same sure. confidence and the next one and the next one. How could you not have confidence? Yeah. Yeah. So wow. love those stories. You know what? And I probably can listen to a million stories, but we're <laughs> running out of time. Can you stay well, for one more question? I just have sure. one more burning question. I think our audience would love to know what do you attribute? When you hear stories like this, what do you attribute to the success? Like that could apply to everyone. What's that? Yeah. What's that mm. thing yeah. that you could Ooh. apply to all of our listeners? Yeah. I know I put you on the spot There's again, so Jesse. I'm sorry. Well, no, it's good. I mean, one of my favorite quotes that I always think about, and I hope this isn't offensive to anybody, but it's there's an Apple commercial, and I, you know, I have a marketing background. There's an Apple commercial from decades ago that was famous and it had this and i've got this quote hanging up in our office but it says the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do and oh, i would yeah uh, i know that know, one love it. i love that and i just you know i would reframe that to just say you know those of you who are bold enough and courageous enough to try to change the world despite the challenges, despite you probably don't get paid what you should, despite that you don't have the team that you need, the big enough team, you don't have the budgets you need, you know, just stick with it. The, you know, the grit and the, you know, uh, just the the determination that I see in good makers out there just blow me away. And that's why I want to be in this industry for the rest of my life, because I love working with passionate passionate, gritty, determined people. And I would just say, stick with it. If you're having some challenges, if you're facing, you know, you know, a low year or month or whatnot, I would just say, stick with it, you know, have that grit um, because I, I believe you can change the world if you just stick with that and, and believe you can. And, you know, you know, I, I just love cheering on these world changing people. That's what we do. You know, we, we just like to encourage and cheer on from the sidelines, the great work that's happening uh, in good makers around the world. Well, I bet our audience just hearing your belief in them is making a world of difference right there, right <laughs> so, at the onset. Meet so. Jesse, know that the, you know, he believes in you, that the yep, branches right. missions lab believes. Mm-hmm. And yep. um you're you're all the girls in your all the the little <laughs> and big girls in your life yep. must be so proud of you. Oh, so right. yeah, it's really special. Um, but the, we're so out of time. I'm so sorry. Yep. Fearless fundraisers, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's Raise Nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration. So tune in every 
week on Thursday for new episode releases. That's Thursday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time for all your new episodes. But in the meantime, listen to all 90 plus episodes on Raise Nation Radio and you can follow the channel that you like best to get notifications about all our new guests since we stream everywhere. And if you're a fundraiser and you're listening to this show, please call me if you'd like to be featured. Um, We'd love to put a spotlight on your mission because all fundraisers and good makers and fear fundraisers are doing amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities. Your stories are awe-inspiring and we'd love to feature you on Raise Nation Radio. I'd like to thank our sponsor, One Cause, for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use digital fundraising solutions that help nonprofits connect with donors. Check it out at onecause.com and please visit the resource tab for a blog, the catalog of content that hopefully you'll find very helpful. A huge shout out and thank to my guests, Jesse Lane from Branches Branches Missions Labs. I have a hard time with all those S's, getting them all (laughs) out together. We'll just say Good Good Maker University. I have no problem saying that one. And I think we have a blog from you too on our website that um, we we did um, in another collaboration. So you have to check that out. We'll get it all on the show notes. I really appreciate just your very expert and authentic voice, Jesse. It's always such a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today. So enjoyed our conversation, but I do have to ask any last words of inspiration for our audience. Oh, just keep making good out there and, you know, just stay gritty, (laughs) keep after it. Uh, And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making the world a better place. Yeah. And how do we find you? It's Good Makers University and Branches Missions Lab, right? Yeah. I would encourage people to go to goodmakeru.com and learn about an upcoming masterclass. We're going to be doing more um, or reach. You can find us on Instagram at goodmakeru as well. And so pretty easy to find. And we would love to talk to you. You can email me personally and um, we would love to connect and and talk. So that'd be awesome. So find all those links in the show notes. and Yeah, we'll get it all on the show. I'm loving this masterclass. I've got to check it out. That's sure. pretty cool. Good Makers University. I'm, I'm headed over there now. And you have one coming up, you said, right? Yep, that's right. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have Great. one coming up that'll be focused on maximizing Giving Tuesday and end of year fundraising. Right. And you're doing it now. You're not doing it in that's right. October. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because this is the that's time. Right. We just that's said right. that. Exactly. <laughs> well, I hope all the fearless fundraisers are thinking about Giving Tuesday. If you need help, you know where to find all of us. Um, it'll be in the show notes. Uh, thank you again so much. That is a wrap. Until next time, I'm Don Lego. This is Raise Nation Radio. You stay fearless out there. 